Hi, I'm Lauren Klashmeider with Clash Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Anastasia McCleskey, an actor in The Secret Life of Bees, playing off-Broadway at the Atlantic Theater. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let, let's dive right in and talk about how The Secret Life of Bees, written by Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage, and of course, Duncan Sheik, Susan Birkenhead, Sam Gold, part of this best-selling novel, Susan Monk Kid. What is it like to be working with all these critically acclaimed creators and artists? It's been an amazing experience, and, and they are such creative people. You know, they made the process very much so uh, a co-collaboration. They really wanted our input, how we felt about our characters and the rituals of the piece. Um, they made it very comfortable and made every actor's experience very profound, in my opinion. You know, I, I haven't worked on a process like this before, really, maybe once or twice, but not this deep and this spiritually rooted. So that was really, really nice. Mm. Will you um, talk a little bit about what it was like to be in the rehearsal room as this piece was being created? Um, let's see. Being in the rehearsal room, it was ex- I was excited to show up every day because I never knew what was really going to happen. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Um, lines would change. A song would get cut or rewritten or lyrics moved around. Um, there's a number in the show called Take a Hole of My Soul. Um, mm-hmm. when you when you meet the boat rights and the daughters of Mary. Um and we probably choreographed that number maybe I would say five to ten times. It it changed five to ten times. Mm-hmm. Which is really mm-hmm. exciting. <laughs> right. Because right. you know, your your brain is working fast, okay, what did we do yesterday that we're not doing anymore? What are we adding? Why are we adding that? And I really liked that, um, that process. Um, it, it made us think a lot more, which I really enjoyed, um, uh-huh. and, and helped us get to the root of the piece, um, especially when it comes to the boat rights. Aha, uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh. And talk a little bit about how you became associated with The Secret Life of Bees, the audition process or... What your you know, experience was like. <laughs> you know, it's my my experience was very interesting. I, I got a phone call last summer um, that they needed someone to replace um, the, the character May, who I play in Secret Life of the uh for a reading last summer. And it was so interesting because I had seen the movie years ago. I had never read the book at that time. And I was like, well, I really enjoyed this movie. I remembered her character from the movie. Um, And I was like, sure, why not? And so when I stepped in for that reading, the music is so infectious, it just spoke to my soul. Mm -hmm. And so um, then they did, I think, a little workshop or another reading last fall that I wasn't able to be a part of. And I was really nervous. I was like, if it goes further, I really wanted to be a part of it because I wanted to be a part of telling the story. Um, but then I got a call that said that they're taking it to the Atlantic Theater and would I like to still be a part of it. And I was so grateful for that phone call. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so that was kind of my my process. I didn't necessarily audition um, for like a traditional audition. Wow, what a compliment to the work. 
And, of course, you've been involved in so many Broadway shows, from Tarzan to Hair to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Book of Mormon, Waitress. Talk a little bit about the Bees rehearsal process and how that may have differed from other musicals you've been a part of. Um, let's see. It was a little bit more spontaneous. Usually in, in rehearsal processes that I've been in in the past, especially with Book of Mormon and waitress shows that were already established, and I was replacing someone. Uh-huh. There's uh, there are numbers on the on the stage a lot of the times, and it's like you're standing on two, and you're gonna move, you're gonna turn to the left on this line. With Secret Life of Bees, and because we were cre- we're creating this from the ground up together with creative team and the cast, and and our musical director and musicians, it was kind of what do you feel that your character would do in this moment? Now go, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and I guess I, I feel like I shouldn't use the word structure because there is structure around any creative process, but there was more freedom in this process, freedom to fail, freedom to rise, freedom to say, I don't like that, why are we doing this, you know, to question things and then to say, here's an idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, without giving too much away, would you be able to give any examples of that from the rehearsal room? Um, let's see. There's a song in the show in Act Two that um, I don't want to give too much away, but um, right. an incident happens with one of the young people in the show, and we're back at the Boatwright House, and we're trying to figure out how we can help this this young person and what we can do. And it's very tense. I mean, the the piece takes place in 1964, so you can only imagine in in South Carolina what could be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. And May enters and hears, overhears what's going on and what has happened, and she gets very emotional, um, and she asks a few questions, and then the sisters sing this song that um, they sang throughout their childhood um, wow. that that reminds them that everything is going to be okay. And originally that song... Um, it was it was a completely different song, I would say, you know, a week out before we found this version that we're doing, eight shows a week. And then we all came in one day and we were we were singing the first part, first chunk of that song. And uh LaShant and Issa Davis and myself, we just kinda of started riffing and spitting out ideas and, and, and um creating something and it, it kinda of just stuck. So we took the front part of the original song and then added it on to kind of what we came up with. And, and there's a, it's, it's an acapella song for the most part. Um, there's music mm. in the beginning, but then it becomes an acapella song. And uh-huh. we're kind of doing these percussive beats um, on our legs and on the table and on the djembe and, and whatnot. So I don't mm. give too much away, but that was <laughs> one of those moments where it was something, you know, beautiful that Duncan, she created, but we took – that beautiful first part and then added it with something that we kind of help collaborate um, with, help oh, create with the right. Duncan and our music director. Yeah. Right. What an extraordinary experience to be a part of. And as it is a new musical, could you give us some insight about the transition from going from the rehearsal studio to the stage and then from the stage to adding an audience? Whew. 
that was probably one of the most exciting parts for me because being in the rehearsal room is like being, (laughs) I equate it to sometimes going to the doctor's office and it's just like these fluorescent lights and, you know, every, you're so exposed in a way. Um, And even though, because it's an ensemble piece um, and we would all circle up every day and, and, you know, make it our own every day and every, and circle up in the evening. But once we got into the theater and you saw the stage, and the Atlantic Theater is so beautiful. It's an old church, brick walls. um, And then you saw where the musicians were going to sit. They kind of sit in a horseshoe shape around us. Um, It just, it it, it stirred up a lot of emotions in me and made me even more excited to tell the story and to be a part of this cast and and, um, this process. Mm. Um, And then when the audience came in because we had a dress run and then we had our first preview. And it was just nice to hear feedback, to hear how people responded to certain lines and certain songs and what it evoked in, in the audience, what they felt and how they felt about the piece and what we were saying. Um, and I, 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 I vaguely remember like on the first preview after, I just kind of went home and cried. Because like oh. I said, May is, May is very, she's an empath, she's very open, and I allowed myself to stay open, but just to experience the blessing of telling this story and being a part of the experience. Oh, Anastasia, it's hard to imagine as an actor taking that experience home in that way and the release that might come along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it. It, it's allowed me to see, look at the world and look at things in life in a different light, um, which is beautiful for me. It's very cathartic, and I, I enjoy that at times. Mm, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Were there um, many changes from the time it first started being presented to an audience in previews until the time that you opened? Um. Yes. Yes, mm. there were many changes. Um, there, there's a number in the show that Zach does um, that it's a big dance sync thing number for him um, uh-huh. about his car. <laughs> and that <laughs> changed uh, maybe twice once we got into the theater. Um, and I'm dance captain, so I was always watching, you know, what, what's this, what's new here. And then there's a lot of bee choreography. We have these little bee puppets um, that are very beautiful in the show. Um, and that changed a little bit, you know, and lines changed here and there to help tell the story uh, clearer. Um, but not a lot, a lot, but but enough. <laughs> right, 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 right. And for you, creating this role and in a premiere environment, plus being the dance captain, <laughs> how did your mind retain the new creation of this character plus all the specifics about all of the different elements of the choreography for each character that you need to keep in mind? Um, you know, I, I, I used to dance for a long time. Like uh-huh. dance, dance, not just moving around. And <laughs> so when it comes to, <laughs> you know, because some people, they just move around beautifully. <laughs> you know, it, it's gorgeous, but they're not dancers or dancers. So that it's a different brain. You're using a different muscle in your brain. And so um, I can sometimes look at something and take a snapshot of it or a video and then uh-huh. reference it in my mind. I know that sounds strange, but it's just kind of how my brain works. <laughs> um, uh-huh. And then also I have help from my stage manager, Sam, 
um, you know, with blocking sheets and everything. And then I watch on monitors backstage now that we're up and running um, to see. And then, you know, I've had many discussions with our choreographer, Chris Walker, of what is the intention behind this movement, where are they supposed to be, um, and things of that nature. And it didn't, it didn't, I didn't have a battle really in my brain between being dance captain and playing May. Um, I was able to separate the two and, and kind of jump into May, slide into May when need be, and then be dance captain when need be. Most impressive. My hat is <laughs> off to you. <laughs> Anastasia, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm Lauren Clash-Schneider with Anastasia McCleskey from The Secret Life of Bees playing off-Broadway at the Atlantic Theater extended through July 21st. Thank you. <laughs>